Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Yo, welcome back, everybody. A lot of us struggle with our weight, and sometimes we come up against a wall. We're not really sure what to do, what kind of program to be on, but it also has something to do with your lifestyle. It's not exactly about all you eat. It's also about what you do around your life along with that food. Wouldn't it be great if you had somebody that could help you with your diet, your weight loss uh, challenges or, or goals, and your lifestyle? Well, I found somebody that can get that done. She's the owner and also a wellness coach at Lifetime Wellness Center, and she joins us today. Michelle Feckery is on our program. Welcome back, Michelle. How are you? Thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited to be on the call today. Great to have you here, and you you offer all of us uh, structured programs to help people put an end to constant eating. And this, you know, we have relationships with food, so it's all about relationships as well. But even before we get into all of that, I would love to talk about your story. Uh, you came to the United States from another country. You were on this kind of journey where you help people really kind of nail their. Uh, their lives in terms of their lifestyle and also their their weight and how they look and how they feel. How did this happen for you, Michelle? Well, uh, I love talking about my experience because this is what inspired me 30 years ago when I came to this country. I grew up on a vineyard in the south of France. And at that time, I was eating a typical Mediterranean diet. I never looked at what I was eating. I was just eating healthy. So when I came to America, it was at my early 30s, and I was in perfect health, very athletic, and in a very short time, I was faced with high cholesterol, diabetes, and I gained plenty of weight, not a lot. I was not obese, but I gained way too much weight. So my doctor wanted me to prescribe, to be on medication, you know, and, and I was... I, I didn't want that. So I, I, I was really confused because it happened in less than two years. I had never seen what was a drive-through, and so it was a big, um, a big change for me. So um, that's why I could not lose the weight. I would struggle losing weight, but I would not maintain it. So um, I decided to take courses, and I took also a nutrition course um, here in America, but something... There is a, an institute of research for nutrition and health in Europe. So I did go ahead and take that course. And, and finally, I understood the importance of whole food nutrition and going back to the basics of reducing processed food. We all know that, but, and I knew it, but it's like we have to be faced with it. So today I feel so much healthier than I was 25 years ago. I'm happy, I'm more confident, and... And that's why I'm motivated to share my story, because if I can help someone else give hope to people and those who are where I was almost 30 years ago, that's my mission, is to help others. I find it interesting that you mentioned that you were on a Mediterranean diet, but that wasn't mm -hmm. serving you well 30 years ago or so. Many of us think that a Mediterranean diet is really good. No, it was serving me. I was eating Mediterranean diet in France, which I did not know. In France, you don't know, you don't hear about that term, the Mediterranean diet. This is how I grew up. 
and it took me those courses on nutrition and and all that to realize oh there is such thing the way i grew up was the healthy way i actually believe in it ah okay i i understand now uh-huh. You had you were eating, you were eating that uh, what we we assume is a great diet in France. But then mm-hmm. when you came to America, you found that thing known as fast food restaurants and all you know, our diets here, and, and you kind of kind of went off the rails, if you will. I did. I did not know I was doing that. I thought it was so convenient mm. to have a drive-through, and I mean, it was heaven for me. I was like, and because. Believe it or not, I'm French, but I love to eat, I love food, but I don't like to cook. So I had to rethink the yeah. way, and it, it doesn't happen overnight. I I totally, totally understand. And, uh, you know, things that we think are good for us, I'll give you an example. This was probably about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I took on some other responsibilities in terms of work, and... I just didn't have time to eat properly. I would be getting up very mm-hmm. early and it would come around lunchtime. I'm like, oh, wait, you know, let me grab a protein bar. So I'd have a protein mm-hmm. bar. Same thing would happen later in the day. I you know, don't have time, but I need, I need some kind of energy. Let me grab a protein bar. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm doing myself justice until I get a call from my doctor's office one day. And this was only, this phone call only came about maybe six weeks after I started doing this. They said, yeah, you need to come in. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Wow. He said, you you need to come into our office. I'm like, what? You, you know, I don't understand what's going on here. They said, well, we have the results of your lab, and uh, we just want to talk about it. You, please come in. I said, no, tell me on the phone right now. I want to know what you got. And they said that my cholesterol, which was always normal, the um, triglycerides spiked mm-hmm. like crazy numbers. I, I, you know, I'm not the expert here, but I want to say it was somewhere in the 300, somewhere up there. Yeah, <laughs> and. And it turned out that there was so much sugar in what we think is a healthy protein bar mm-hmm. that it just spiked all of that. And all I did was just cut that out and uh, try and get a little bit of exercise, and the cholesterol came back down again. But it's it's funny we you know like you said you came here and thought all right you know what these people in America are eating this fast food and uh, it's convenient it's got to be good but it really wasn't. <laughs> and it tastes good. It tastes good. That's the problem. It's yeah. addicting. Um, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's made that way. <laughs> yes, it's made for that. But it took me a long time to realize all of that. And even though when we realize it, it's so confusing out there because you hear about fat-free, sugar-free, you have this keto, you have... It, it, yeah. There is a big confusion totally. with the food industry. It's a whole marketing ploy and you hear fat-free. Well, that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean it's good for you. Or sugar-free. Uh, yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you either. There's so much. There's so much out there that we don't uh, we don't get to to really understand. I, my big. I'm trying to eat a little bit more organic, but a yeah. lot. Of, if you read the label, sometimes it'll say made with organic ingredients. Well, that's mm-hmm. great. Doesn't mean it's totally organic. There's a lot of garbage in there, but there's a couple, maybe one ingredient that is organic, right? Yes, yes. The the main thing is that I, I talk to the key club in the Newnan High School where I'm close to and all that is to educate people of whole food nutrition. What is whole food, real food? And I've, I'm very, very passionate to educate 
young adults mm. who are getting ready to, uh, you know, get married, have families, children, because it's it's a uh, it's really a big nutrition. And I love being in America, but nutrition is a big problem, and it's it's um, the nutrition the the food industry is not trying to get us healthy. So we have to take the responsibility one on one and and decide I'm going to fight that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to share something about the organic and uh, and and eating right fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. I went shopping last night. I was frustrated. And mm. the reason I was frustrated was I wanted some raspberries. I wanted some strawberries. I'm trying to focus on eating right. Would you mm-hmm. believe, and this is a, this is a, a grocery store that uh, it's a local chain, but they're, they're very respected. They're, they, they make a lot of their own food there. Hmm. Everything I picked up, almost every uh, produce I picked up had mold on it. Yes. So frustrating. And I deal with that because I might buy it and it looks okay. Two days later, now I've got mold on the raspberries, and I'm just trying to eat right. So, I what, what's your solution for that? Uh, maybe just- well, yes, the, the solution is the, the here's the good thing. I know it's more expensive to buy organic, mm-hmm. and you get the mold. But I want you to see that Steve as a benefit. If it develops mold. That means it was not treated with pesticide and preservatives so much and all that. Mm. So this is how I suggest to my customers to deal with organic. We buy fresh, unfortunately, and it's again the French habit. We don't go to the grocery store only once a week. You go and buy the fresh fruit. For example, berries are the, the, the worst because, like you say, they go bad quickly. And you buy the minimum what you need in the day or the day after. And like blueberries, blackberries, if I buy them organic, I eat that day, the day after, whatever is left before it gets mold, you go ahead and freeze it. And you can use that for your smoothie if you do smoothie, but so that you, you know, you preserve it because it is frustrating. It gets expensive. So that's what I would do. Hmm. And go to the groceries not only once a week and buy for the whole week, go at least twice or three times a week. Mm, okay. And, and, you know, that brings up a, a question I haven't always wondered about this. Buying frozen fruits at the grocery store, I've heard that it's actually a good thing. What are your thoughts on that? Well, again, you know, I prefer fresh, but again, it's difficult. I have my own vegetable garden, you know, and uh, stuff like that. But if it's a good emergency, so I always tell my clients, if you go to the groceries, buy the artichoke or the, 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 the fruit and the vegetable that you can cook in the next few days. Always have some green beans, broccoli, cauliflower, what you like to eat frozen organic because it's, you know, if you cannot go to the groceries, you still have plan B. Um, no, I'm not against frozen food because it's, Good. Our lifestyle here in America, we're always on a hurry, we're driving, so it's a, it's a way to bridge that gap between eating everything fresh and being able to do that. Okay, well, you've answered a lot here. There's, it's, a, it's kind of a no-win situation if you want to buy it for the week. You have to go back. Yes. <laughs> you have to, yeah. because if you eat strawberries, and I always tell my clients, 
don't look at the beautiful strawberries, the big one that looks perfect, the colors even. If they are not well-shaped, the, the organic means that it was not treated or pushed artificially to grow fast and beautiful. The taste will be better. The look is not the best, and it goes bad quicker. But that's a sign that it is really organic. So. Gotcha. What was your what was your true inspiration, Michelle, for wanting to help people? So you changed your lifestyle, and and which I hate to use the word diet, by the way, but you <laughs> you, you know your uh, your eating uh, approach. What was the inspiration for helping people? Well, believe it or not, I have friends, and um, I found myself educating or hearing a friend confused or being frustrated uh, with, like I said, fat-free food, gluten-free, and uh, I started, you know, loving and giving hope to them to restore their health. And restore more than anything, I, I found that too many people starve themselves. They don't eat enough. And so my goal is to, it's my mission, to, to change the relationship that people have with food so they can enjoy eating and they're not scared going to a party and they know what to do. They know that they're equipped with the solution. Okay, yeah. Um, and it is a relationship. I don't think a lot of us realize that that's what's actually going on. We have a relationship with food. And if you don't have a good relationship with it, uh, it, it like any relationship, it's not going to serve you. Exactly. If if people look at, like, I cannot have that, I cannot, uh, or, or I cheated, they had it anyways because that's human. We want to enjoy uh, fellowship with people and there is the carrot cake. Well, once in a while, it's okay to have the carrot cake. It's okay to have the ice cream when we know what to do. I always say it's 80%, 20%. 80% eat healthy, 20% indulgence. It's not cheating. Change the words we have. Change the way we talk to ourselves about how we eat. It's not easy. Again, with the you know we are so busy, which is good with kids, especially families. So I love to help young moms to learn about eating healthy, and it's as it's a snowball. Then husband and kids will eat healthy, and that's that's my goal. Got it. Let's talk about some of the things you offer in terms of the programs. Uh, can, we look at, uh, can we look at weight loss first? Yes, and in fact, this is what opened, that's how I opened my clinic. It was just with the weight loss. That weight loss was developed by a French doctor. Believe it or not, that doctor uh, was in Paris, and he specialized to help high-level athletes lean up before competition. But his program worked so much because what it did, it preserved the lean mass. You know that as we get older, we have. it doesn't matter how much you lose. If you lose half of it from muscle, you're slowing down your metabolism. So that was the whole um, science be- behind that weight loss. And I had to read his book as um, part of my education with nutrition. And when I read this book, I was like, that's it. I, I, that's what I need. That's exactly what I need, which is basically, and I cannot go in detail, but it was scientifically de- developed so that people would focus on losing body fat and preserving the muscle. So 
it worked for me. I opened my clinic and I focused on weight loss. That was nine years ago almost, and it worked. But, but any weight loss, and there are so many weight loss out there now, any weight loss will work it will, if we follow it well. Some of them will work and damage your health at the same time. So I tell people, you have to find what is healthy, not just to lose weight with the, the, the consequence of hurting your health. Um, but my problem was after a few years, I realized people would come back and they gain back some weight. So then I opened my second part of my program is lifestyle. And this is how I try to convince people who come to me to start learning to make little changes, some guidelines. Um, so I have two programs. I have the nutrition lifestyle coaching, which is what people have to do after losing weight. And I have the pure weight loss that we use here and there to kind of boost when we hit a plateau or someone needs some help. I use my weight loss for four or five weeks, and then we go back to lifestyle. Does it make sense? Sure, sure. And, when, you know, I'm curious here. What does it start with? Does it start with looking at the, the lifestyle, or does it start looking at the diet? So you mean the weight loss diet? Oh, no, I prefer... I just do not like, I almost don't help people to come here to tell me, I'm going on a cruise in two months, I want to lose 50 pounds, or I want to lose 30 pounds. I can help them with my weight loss. The problem is, then they get to their goal, and they disappear. So, really, don't wait until you have, like, a... Um, high school reunion or vacation and you want to look good, uh, there is no secret. It's not a, a short-term fix, uh, you know, magic peer. I want people to come for the long-term success. So I would prefer to start people learning about lifestyle, which is very simple little changes. They, and, and then if we hit a plateau and they show me for a month or two, the side effect of the lifestyle is always that they lose weight if they need to lose weight. So why not start by learning how we are? It's, a, it's for the rest of their life. Mm. Um, you know, we can, like I said, it's, we have to be mindful. 80% of the time, 20% we indulge. And most people is doing the opposite. They 20% try to do good. And it's not because they, they're not good. It's because it's confusing. Yes, you know you're right, and I find myself in that uh, that challenge as well. We're so busy. I just give me the plan. What do I do when I have a goal? Like if I'll eat the same thing every day. This is just me personally, but I'll eat the same thing every day at the same time. If you tell me that that's going to get me results, I'm fine with that. And that's just me. Others may get bored. Okay, but Steve, um, do you think that in the long term you'll be happy if you eat the same thing every day? Not, not necessarily, but if we if we rotated maybe two things for breakfast, yes. I, I might be fine with that if mm-hmm. I'm going to hit that goal. But my bottom, my question, actually my, my point here is, the bottom line is, I, like most of us, just need a plan that's easy. What do yes. I do? Can, can you make yes. it simple? Because <laughs> we're all so busy. I can make it very simple and I personalize it. There is not a one-size-fits-all. 
um, when I get my customers, they know the first consultation. Uh, I mean, they come, uh, I just give them the overall idea, but then we sit down for an hour and a half for the first consultation. And we, you know, I have to hear, do they, or do they love watermelon in summer? Do they eat a lot of fruit? Do they hate vegetables? I have to hear them. And everybody comes with seven days journal. I want to know whatever they eat for seven days without changing it. And then we go from that. I want to know what is hard for them to stop eating and what they apprehend to. And the, I listen to them. And then we make little plans. Do you think if they drink six cups of coffee every day, I'm like, and do you think we could, you know, have only five? Not that we are going to eliminate. We reduce yep. some of the, it's not toxins. But they are food, and then I educate them. That's why I have to meet my clients the first month every week, for sure, whether it's on the phone or, or you know, in person. Let's look at that for a moment. We have a couple of moments here, and, and we can do an entire podcast on this topic. But mm-hmm. you mentioned coffee, and yeah, it's okay for you. Let's cut back a little bit. Mm-hmm. What are maybe three things that you think that many of us overdo that we really should cut back, but we might think it's okay for us, like coffee. So coffee is not bad. Uh, I prefer people to drink their two cups of coffee in the morning. It's what people put in the coffee. (laughs) Ah. And so I don't talk about black coffee at first because people put a lot of artificial sweetener thinking they're doing good, okay? So there are so many artificial sweeteners. And it's like you said, we could talk for an hour just on that topic. So I had to, you know, and just the big idea you asked me is we reduce um, gluten and dairy uh, and refined sugar and artificial sugars. That is something we don't eliminate right away, but I work on reducing. I also like to reduce processed food Mm. and the definition of processed food is something I go over slowly, but I, I start with the journal. Each client has their own habits of they don't realize the processed food they eat, so we do little changes. And then at what time they eat dinner? You know, it eat dinner after six, seven, eight. I have customers who eat at nine. So if they are busy, if their job is doing that, we talk about details. And then we talk about, you know, sleep and stress and how much water they drink. It's, it's a whole approach. It's not just nutrition. And then I have system to bridge the gap between what they should be doing and their struggle, their, their habits. So we bridge that gap slowly. And when you come up with a plan for somebody, when mm-hmm. it comes to what they're going to eat, a lot of us can be a little picky. Um, is it tailored to our likes and, and dislikes? Definitely. Definitely. That's why I need the journal. So it saves me time. And I usually ask my clients to send me a picture of the journal the day before so I can take a look. So when I have mm-hmm. an hour with them, I'm already prepared asking questions about what they eat, you know, and the time when we eat. It sounds complicated, but my goal this is where the coach comes in. There is such, I see so much uh, benefit of having a coach, and I'm also available through text. My clients know they can text me, They're especially at the beginning, 
and um, and I like to guide them. They were at the grocery store, and like this or that, I, you know, it's so confusing. So, yes, I will guide them, and I do guide people with yeah. what they like. What I love about you, Michelle, what we're talking about here is your personal approach. You, you're available. Like I, I, I truly feel if somebody is working with you and they're in the grocery store and they're challenged by what to choose at that very moment, mm-hmm. if you're available, I think you would just reach back and say, yeah, you might want to pick the, uh, <laughs> you know, the organic raspberries or whatever it is, because yeah. that's, that's the personal approach. This isn't like finding some website and following the instructions and, and hoping for the best. This is a complete lifestyle change, but for a lifetime of wellness, and I think yes. that's the the difference. Uh, we're just about out of time. If somebody wants to to connect with you, I know that you have a website, and and you're you're adding some new stuff uh, in terms of the lifestyle. But if if we want to start with the website, just as a way to reach you, how do we find you, Michelle? Uh, for the, you want my uh, website? Yeah, the the best yes. way to find you. Oh, the best way is text. I I just love text because I have my phone with me um, all the time. So it's like text at um, my phone number is 770-712-9475. And that's Lifetime Wellness Center. And, um, you know, just text me that you heard the conversation and then uh, I will answer the text or call. If I'm with the customers and all my clients know I'm available, so I, I try to look if it's an emergency text. If not, by the end of the day, I return the text or call. Love it. And this is what we, I love the name of your center. It's Lifetime Wellness Center because that's what we're talking about a yes. lifetime of being well and changing your life with your help, Michelle. Thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Steve. I enjoyed it. Same. And we'll talk soon. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's Diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.